Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 81 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. In this episode, Brandon is bringing on a friend of his named Christy Miller, and Christy's going to share with us her story of how she was working a six-figure salary job in corporate America. She was doing good at the cost of connection with her family, with her spouse, and ultimately her health. And it took a near-death experience for her to take a new tack, to go after something that she loved, and now she's doing just that. She's uh, taken on life as an entrepreneur, and it's freed up a lot of time with her family, with her husband, and this is her story. So check it out. So here we go in three, two, one. And Brandon, that is what staccato sounds like. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Next time I go to an Italian restaurant, I'll use that word. (laughs) Bring me a salad. Staccato, please. Staccato. <laughs> and your family's going to be like, I don't think you're using the word right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want a red wine from the staccato region. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dolce. 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 Actually, that, I think, means sweet. I have to look that up. But I'll try. Yeah, so it's also used in music. You know, play that sweetly. Sometimes yeah. we just talk to each other. We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we we're do not, have a podcast, though. So we're not here just to pretend like we know Italian words. Brandon, we've got a special guest. Why don't you go ahead and introduce her to our listeners? Well, I'm really excited because I got just this incredible person. She's a great friend, and I've learned a lot from her, but she's involved with It Works with me and on this team, and she just uh, is full of energy, but she also has an incredible story. So I, I've, I've been trying to get Christy on the show for a while, but we finally found a date that worked, and uh, so Christy Miller's with us today, and hi, Christy. Thanks for joining us. Hello, guys. I'm excited to be on tonight. Christy's up in San Antonio, and uh, if you have Facebook, she is on it every day, all day, and uh, so you never have to miss her because she's right there. You can talk to her. She's she's one of the most accessible people I think I've ever seen because she loves to answer questions. She's always encouraging and uh, just has an incredible story. So, Christy, I want to just kind of jump right in and explain to people kind of how you got your start, where you started, uh, how you got to San Antonio, and then I know we don't have to go all the way back. I know you're only about 25 years old, so it's not that yeah. far back, but uh, kind of talk a little bit about where you were prior to It Works and, and kind of what caused you to, to decide that you wanted to just completely redesign your life. Yeah, it's crazy. I still can't believe it. And thank you so much for that intro. I'm humbled. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, I never thought it's how many people actually grow up and have a, a goal or a desire to be in multi-level marketing. Like that was the <laughs> furthest thing I had never heard of it. Um, however, I did grow up with this drive and determination and mine was in the business field. I knew I wanted to be at the top of a very successful corporation. Crazy. I know. Um, I didn't know which kind Kind of corporation until I uh, got my foot in the door with a mutual fund company, and it's one of the top rated in the world, um, by far the best mutual funds that <laughs> I would 
plug them too, but um, amazing company, very successful company, and uh, got my foot in the door while I was working on my master's in management, uh, graduated with my master's in management, had been with the company maybe 11 months, and they promoted me into management. And so from there, I started traveling up the corporate ladder. I was always a firm believer in fake it till you make it. So even though I was the youngest manager in that corporation at the time, (laughs) I was, I think, 26, 27 years old. And so I was actually managing people in my division that had been with the company for over 10 years. And yeah, they were like, you know. I mean, they probably looked at me like, who is this young blonde chick and who does she think she is? It's like, who's her dad? Why is she getting promoted? She must have like family here or something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the rumors were circulating. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Until they got to know me and then they got to see like the brains behind it all. There you go. Um, Just kidding. So, uh, but I, I, I was a firm believer in faking it till you make it and you work the part even if you don't know what you're doing. And so every single day I went into work with this attitude of I'm going to be at the top. I'm going to be at the top. I'm going to be at the top. And, um, I was just proving myself every day in meetings and projects. And so they would add more and more. And eventually they pulled me aside and they said, we have you on a track to eventually be at the top running the site here in San Antonio or helping to run it. And so we're going to start moving you around into different departments to manage different divisions so you can get the full scope of truly the whole business. Um So it was amazing, you guys. I was doing exactly what I set out to do. I went to get my master's and I was climbing the corporate management ladder. But for the 10 years that I worked there, something else happened. And that was um, I had three babies. So my (laughs) wonderful husband, who I'm married to, loved to death. We got married in 2001. We started, um, we had our first child in 2005. Man, I aged myself right there, didn't I? (laughs) Um, you so, blew my whole intro of you're only 25 years old. Can we delete that? <laughs> yeah. like, don't use numbers. <laughs> I don't think our listeners do math anyway, so we're good. Exactly. We're good. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I had him when I was 15. Yeah, and so anyways. Um, <laughs> Started at the mutual fund at 15. So 10 years there, she was 25. Okay. Let's not do the math, Brandon. Yeah, okay. You we don't need to see how smart you are. Well, it's such a um, great, uh, your, your perspective, though, of just outwork the people around you. You know, I, I, I have five kids and I tell them all the time, no matter where you are, what you're doing, if you will work a little bit harder than everybody else, because most people are doing just enough. If you'll do a little bit more, you'll float to the top. It'll be easy and it takes work and determination and everything else. But if you'll just outwork people, you can succeed at almost anything. Yeah. So many people live their day-to-day lives of just going through the motions and um, they don't try to dig in and really find something in themselves that is going to push them and make them excel. And because of that, the majority of people, especially here in America, they end up just living these lives that they're going through the motions and no longer happy. There's nothing that is driving them out of bed in the morning. And Um, that kind of idleness has never worked for me. I, I <laughs> teach that to my children and I, I mean, I'm constantly pushing them. I send my oldest son who's now in sixth grade. I send him self-development links all the time. I'm sure he's like, Oh, my mom, <laughs> but like there is, there is yep. truth behind, um, expanding your, your, not only your brain, but like your abilities, because so many of us get trapped in this bubble of thinking like, this is it. 
this is all I'm right. capable of. And you, you can, you are so everybody, every single one of us are capable of so much more if we just push ourselves past that comfort zone. Right. And, um, that's what I did. That's what I did for 10 years. Um, but again, over that 10 year period, I had the three, my three babies and I started realizing how much of their lives I was missing out on. Um, you know, I, I'd grown to the point of, yes, I was making six figures a year. But with that income also comes the hours. So I was working <laughs> right. 50 plus hours a week and I was traveling all the time right. and I was starting to feel resentful for not being that mom, that parent that could go up to school and have lunch or be on there for um, class field trips. And I mean, to be honest with you guys, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but when we would get the call from school about one of my children being sick, like I didn't, my instinct wasn't to worry about them. My instinct was like, crap, I'm going to be in back to back meetings all day. Now I've got to figure out who can go pick them up because my husband right. can't get off. And, and it was just like this thing where I'm like, what am I doing? Like I've always wanted to be a parent, a mom. And now I don't even have the chance to really enjoy it because all I do is work. Right. And, um, so you built I'm, this great life. You're making lots of money. You've got all the, the benefits, the security, the house, the stuff, but you're not participating in any of it. You know, exactly. You're just kind of managing it, but you're not exactly. enjoying it. Exactly. And I was a manager at work as much as I was at home because I didn't know how to shift off of that. Right. And I mean, I tell my favorite thing to tell people now is I had become, I was no longer a wife or a mom. I had become a paycheck. Right. Um, because even when I wasn't at work, I was connected to work. And I know some people will be able to relate to that Absolutely. where work, it was always on my mind. Um, so even if I didn't have the laptop open or the Blackberry, that really dates me <laughs> on, I mean, I was, I was connected to it. I didn't know how to disconnect. And so my family never got the full me. Right. Um, so I started wrestling and I started looking at, okay, I, there's got to be a different way to life. Like, I mean, my belief is I believe in God. So I would wrestle with God and be like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing then? Because I can't walk away from six figures. Right. I can't walk away from insurance and retirement and security. I can't. Like, what am I going to do? I have three kids. And, That's what uh, we've always been taught, though. You go get a good education. You get a good job. You make good money. You get the medical, the benefits, the retirement and everything else and buy the house. Okay, now what? And if you turn that away or you turn away from yeah. that, everybody starts asking you, what's wrong with you? Yeah. you're. You know, did you get fired? Are you or, doing drugs? Yeah. <laughs> what went wrong instead of going, wait a minute, this isn't right. I'm going to do what's right instead of what's wrong. And sometimes, like you said, and we, we talk about the, I, almost every story, every person we've had on here has had this moment where it's like, okay, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And sometimes people just take a hard right and go, okay, I'm going to stop all that and I'm going to go do what I feel like God's really calling me to. But a lot of the times, and this happened with me too, where God's like, okay, you're not stopping, so I'm going to stop you. And that's kind of where you got to the point where you're like, okay, you're wrestling with God, but apparently you weren't listening very well. So God's like, okay, tell you what, I'll just stop you <laughs> and I'll make yeah. this automatic for you. So how did he stop you? That's my question. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I know crazy, right? Like living your day to day, kind of getting into the task, like this is it, this is all I'm capable of. And, um, one day I wake up and I'm in the hospital within a few hours with a team of doctors and nurses explaining to me that I had a pulmonary embolism. I had no idea what that meant. It's a <laughs> blood clot in your lung. And they were telling me I was lucky to be alive. 
And um, that was it. That was my defining moment. And it wasn't necessarily right then in that instant. It was, I, I would say, later on that night when the doctors and nurses were gone, when my husband was home with the kids and I was in that hospital bed by myself. And I remember just kind of crying and having that moment with God and being like, why? Why did you save me? Like, I have no purpose. All I do is work. Like, why did you save me? They'd be better off without I'm like crazy stuff. Yeah. And um, we start going moment. through that. I've got really good life insurance. So if I was gone, they'd be taken care of. Everything would be fine. Why am I here? <laughs> yeah. And I've never, I mean, I'm not a morbid person right, like that. Exactly. Like, I've never watched, like you are I mean, dark, I man. Question. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, you got? <laughs> um, but it did make me question what is my purpose? And right. that's the thing is some people can identify what their purpose is early on in life or identify what their calling was. And I have to be honest with you guys. I knew my calling was to be on this earth to inspire people. And by inspire, I mean like motivate them to to want more out of their life, Motiv- motivate them to believe in themselves, motivate them to, to, to get that promotion. But again, just like we talked about it, I was doing it the way society told me to do it. I was doing it by going to school, getting a job. Oh, okay, that's my calling. So I'm going to go into management. The higher you go in management, the further you get away from people. So I had lost that calling and God was trying to wake me up. I wasn't listening because I was comfortable. I was scared and fear will hold you back from so much greatness. Um, So, yeah, it was in that moment. And then it was about, I'm not even kidding, not even a week later, I got out of the hospital and um, was like, okay, newfound freedom on life. And I'm going to try things. I'm going to be like crazy and just do whatever, you know, just have fun with life for once. And uh, that's when I, my friend posted something else about it works. I reached out to her. $99. $99. You know what? Why not? I wanted to try some of the products. So I jumped in and eight months later, um, I, I mean, I immediately saw a vision with this. And eight months later, I retired myself from corporate America. And you want to talk about people saying you're crazy or on <laughs> drugs. Like, I mean, I'll just say yeah. like my, even my mom was like, what the heck are you doing? Oh yeah. Cause you um, didn't have a good job. You had a great job. Yeah. That was only going to get better and more lucrative and, and was like you said, it was one of the best mutual funds in the country. So it wasn't going away or anything. They weren't going to close down shop and go out of business or anything like that. So you could have worked there your whole 30 years, 40 years and retired and been fine. But yep. you said, no, I'm going to go do this thing called It Works for $99 and uh, buy and sell vitamins or multi-level marketing. I'm not even really sure what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do it. And it's so hard for people to understand that somebody would do that, but it completely changed everything about you. It did. I mean, I, I, I mean, within, it took me maybe like a month to, uh, first of all, I fell in love with the products because they were natural and plant-based and I, I'm very into having a clean lifestyle and I was training for my first marathon and it just fit right into my lifestyle. But then to be able to see people, um, believe in themselves again and not just financially, but like health wise, you know, and, right. and see the change and hear the testimonies. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is it. This is where my calling is leading me. And, um, so that's when I really took off with it works. And then, you know, like I said, eight months later, I retired myself from corporate America. And, you know, I want to say something about that. 
because I know we're talking about the difference between like doing what society says and multi-level marketing, which is now becoming mainstream. But, you know, if you think about like our founding fathers um, on this great United States of America, they came as entrepreneurs. And then over the years, what happened is then, you know, the government steps in and they start offering pensions. And then people started saying, okay, for to have this nest egg and to be comfortable after retirement, then it makes sense to go into the corporate world and work for somebody else, build their dream, um, because you were going to have this nest egg that was guaranteed through these pensions. Well, over the years, pensions have gone away. And since pensions have gone away and now nothing is secure or really guaranteed anymore, now you're starting to see that shift back into entrepreneurship, which is how this country was founded And um, that's why I believe multi-level marketing is becoming mainstream because you get a chance to be an entrepreneur, a business owner without the expenses that are associated with a brick and mortar. So, um, yeah, it's completely changed my life. That, that, and I, I obviously feel the same way. We did an episode on, on, on Renee and I doing it works and having our own business. And, and, and I'm, I'm like you, I fell in love with the product. I started to feel better. And, and so my, thing about it was is i wanted to tell other people about that and and i love what you said about the higher you went up the further away from people you got because where you are now is you're directly contacting people every day you have direct contact with i i would imagine tens to if not hundreds every day because you're constantly trying to motivate and and just uh, push people to do more with their lives and that that's really the the crux of what this podcast is is get out of that rut of what somebody told you you're supposed to do and go do what your actual calling is because we need the best version of you we don't need a copy of something else we need you to do what god's called you to do because there's a purpose there and if you don't do it 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 either doesn't get done or it has to be done in a different way and there's somebody that you need to either meet or plant a seed in or just impact that needs to see that. So you started on this process. Now, when you got sick, were you a pretty healthy person overall other than the stress and the working too many hours? Completely, Brandon, completely. I mean, like I said, I was training for my first marathon. I was eating super clean. I was never sick. And, yeah, I had the stress in my life, but it was it was baffling to my doctors to try to understand, like, how did this even happen? I mean, after that, we did some genetic testing and we found like two gene mutations that potentially could. But like, I've never I've had surgery before that time. I've had surgery after Um it's still a fluke. We still don't know how. And that's why I do feel like there was a purpose for right. that that blood clot. Um, it really did shake me and it really did make me get on a different journey. Um, I've always looked at life as sometimes God will close a door and sometimes it'll rip it off the hinges and slam it on you. Like in this case, you're not listening here, (laughs) just crash down on you. So what was the trade off? I mean, you traded in the six figure salary, the benefits, the, the biweekly paycheck in a sense, and you, you dove into entrepreneurship through this multi-level market. What has been the trade off for you? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. 
Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, when I retired myself, I was not yet making the six figures a year, <laughs> but um, it didn't take too long after that being in this full time to really take off with it. Um, the trade off has been I am home every single day with my family. Yep. And um, I feel like the other trade off, which is even bigger for me, is that I am showing my children every single day what how, that anybody can do anything i'm showing them that with hard work and determination and belief in yourself and pushing yourself past your fears that they can do anything too and to me that was that I, that there's no money i mean now i'm making double almost triple what i was making in my corporate career but there's no money. I mean, there, I always tell everybody like ha money really does not buy happiness, but <laughs> right. I mean, money will buy you freedom, which can lead to happiness. Right. But truly the happiness has to come from one, doing your calling and two, there's got to be some type of purpose where you're giving to others. And I needed to give to not just other people, but I needed to give to my kids. And I feel like now I'm home, I'm giving to them and I'm showing them every single day how to work for something that they want. Right. And um, that's that for me, there's nothing can match that. And yeah, I mean, insurance isn't we have to get private insurance and you know, <laughs> some of the other stuff. But you know what? When you're making double or triple, like that doesn't matter. Like you can right. afford. It. So um, there's a yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. That that's kind of the great thing about it, too, is 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 your home and you're showing them that. But you're also showing them that you're not working for somebody else you're you know you either got to call in sick you got to make an appointment to take them to the doctor or you know you got to make arrangements to do everything when you're when you're working for yourself and i know there's there's somebody listening going yeah i work for myself but i'm not free to just do whatever i want to do and, and and christy's not either we get that you have obligations and those kind of things but you're free to put what's important to you first as opposed mm -hmm. to what your boss what's important mm -hmm. to your boss or your corporation and and you can make that your kids or your husband or your you know whatever you can make that the number one thing there's a, a book called an army of davids and what christy's been talking about reminded me of that book uh, the author I, I forget his name but it, the book's called an, an army of davids he talks about at the beginning of the book how for thousands of years uh you know families raised their children you know, they were agrarian societies, so they worked together. The children learned everything from their parents. And then we industrialized our, our right. nations across the world. And then all of a sudden, our children were being raised by schools while the family, the parents were now in factories working all day. And so we lost that connection, that growth. And, uh, what you described, you know, the trade off for you, you're now at home, your kids are seeing you do the, the, the things that make you successful, you're now teaching them again, uh, somewhat stuff that was lost over right. the past hundred years or so. And that's what this book, an army of David's talks about that with, uh, the internet, with, uh, you know, the ability for people to become business owners, we're seeing that shift back 
to um, working from home, running a business from home. Controlling your own life. Controlling your own life. Having that freedom by being together as a family and raising your family again, teaching them your values, uh, teaching them uh, kind of a bigger world by going smaller in a way. It's interesting. That's true. Now, you not only retired yourself from corporate work, but your husband actually retired and now is doing It Works full-time with you, right? He is. <laughs> I hired him seven months after I retired myself. Um, he was actually, he had, he's prior um, military, he's Army. Cool. Uh, after he jumped out. <laughs> Jerry's, Jerry's prior Army. I'm Coast Guard, so we don't care about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who said that? How do y'all know that? Um, but yeah, so he's, when he jumped out of the military, he went into uh, EMS helicopter and the aviation industry is insane and unstable. <laughs> and he eventually got to the point, I mean, being on call all the time. And so he left that and he started um, his own business and he had actually two businesses going and um, it was just stress and he was unhappy and so I said hey if we can get to this point I'm gonna retire you and he said let's do it and uh, we are now full-time I mean he helps me with this business um, and we get to we get to be together every day he helps out with the kids if I've got a lot of stuff going on with the team I mean we are just it's it's you know and the other thing I'll tell you too is we had become kind of strangers in passing um, when I was working in, mm-hmm. in my job and you know it was kind of more like handing off duties like who's doing what and then you know quick kiss and then you pass your ways and it's really allowed us to even reconnect again as a couple and um and i think that's something strong too for our kids to see is they get to see you know mom and dad at this united front working together hand in hand um and pushing for dreams for them as well as you know for ourselves and that's been huge life-changing for our family and like you said no amount of money can can teach that lesson or or buy that lesson that they they these kids are growing up saying the most important thing to our mom and dad is each other and the second most important thing is us not uh, you know abc corporation or or you know whatever boss is calling you know my boss called i can't go to your baseball game or i can't go to your doctor's appointment or whatever and and not to make anybody feel bad if that's the life you're living that i'm not saying that i'm saying we all make choices as to what's important to us now maybe for a season this has to be more important or for a season this has to be more important but if your overall goal is to teach your kids the most important thing, it should be that a, your marriage is the most important thing. And I tell people this all the time, you know, in counseling and stuff, it's like, I, I, I never, I get frustrated when I meet parents and they're like, well, my kids are the most important thing. Your kids are not the most important thing. They should not be. It should be you, then them. They need to know that. That way, eventually they go off and make their wife or their husband, whoever, uh, that number one thing too. But you're getting to teach that on a daily basis because you, you chose. Now it's easy to say, well, you got sick. So you made this drastic change, but you got sick and, and actually spent the time to ask, okay, God, well, then if that wasn't the path, what path am I supposed to be on? And you made that choice because it's a conscious choice. You can't just say, well, it's luck or coincidence or, in, or anything like that. You have to choose to impact the people that you that you impact because like you said you started making really good money you you started to equal your salary then you equaled his and said okay let's let's do this you could have stopped right there and just said okay we're going to live 
a comfortable life and we'll be fine from now on. And, you know, we don't need to do more, but you're not in it just to make some money. You were in it to really impact people. So you're still moving forward to that. And in fact, what people don't realize, because we're recording this tonight and you won't hear this for a couple of weeks, there's a, an online party that's happening in about 10, 15 minutes that you've been preparing for already. So you're still pushing this all day, every day. This is your passion and you can sense that about you. Yeah, my whole, you know, like I said, my calling, but my purpose in this business has changed and um, I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting because I need other people to be at the top with me. I'm not quitting because I need other people to see that there's a different way of life. And to your point that you just made, Brandon, it's not to say like if you're in a job that you absolutely love, that's amazing. That's right. the purpose of life. But what happened for me and what happens to most people is I, I was starting to die inside because I lost my passion. And um, that's why, why set your alarm clock every single day and go to a job you don't like? Why? Why? Just get that paycheck? I don't mm-hmm. get it. That's the part. And I was in that rut. And yeah, it did take a moment of where I got sick to kind of open my eyes. But the other thing that I did, because to the point you just made, you know, people look at uh, success stories and they think like something was handed to them or, you know, it had to do with affluency or education or their, uh, you know, background, their financial background. And it has nothing to do with that. If you look at so many rags to riches stories, um, people are successful in life because uh, they push themselves. They push themselves past what feels comfortable. Our brains are innately designed to protect us from things that feel uncomfortable or things that feel like there's a sense, this fear that takes over and that fear will stop us from going forward. And if people would just learn that innately, we were only born with two fears. Like this is where I can get myself in trouble. (laughs) I do so much research on the brain too, just because it fascinates me now. But we were born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. That's it. That is it. So all the other fears that we have that stop us from trying things, that stop us from pushing for that next promotion or or pushing to try, you know, anything in life or or that next mile running or whatever it is. Um, those are all learned fears. They're learned fears. And when you learn to push past them, that's when you find your greatness. That's so good. That's so true. And you know, what's really bad is we learned them mostly from probably your parents <gasps> or your family, you know, cause I, I have a mom and I love her to death. She doesn't listen to this cause she doesn't believe in computers, but uh, <laughs> it, if she, if, if you meet her, she, she's basically scared of everything. She's an emergency room nurse and she was always, well, that's going to kill you. You're going to die doing that. This will, this will go wrong. And and for me, it was almost like I went opposite of all of those. It's like, well, why can't I? Just because you didn't doesn't mean I can't. And so if you hear anything from Christy today, it's just that. It's like just because somebody told you you couldn't, that doesn't mean it's true. It yeah. just means somebody said it. So try it. The worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work out and you do something different. You know, you could, you could hear your story and say, well, yeah, but you lost a great corporate job. Yeah. You could look at it that way, or you could look at it as the way Christy says it. It's like, I stopped doing something I didn't have a passion for. 
That's like when we had uh, Jamie on the podcast a, a months ago. She used to describe it. It's like she would walk up this one flight of stairs to, uh, and we used to work together. And she said, "It's like you're checking yourself back into jail every mm-hmm. day. You're mm-hmm. you're in jail, but the door's not locked. You're voluntarily shutting it on yourself and sitting there for eight, ten, twelve hours, and then going home again and coming back. And it's like, why live like that? Yeah." Well, that's you know, we awesome. call it the corporate um, or the gold golden handcuffs right. in corporate management. The higher you climb, the tighter those handcuffs get. <laughs> exactly. They're <laughs> nice and gold, but they're still handcuffs and you're yep. still in them. <laughs> well, that's, that's right. awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us. Now, Christy, if people want to get in touch with you or they want to find out about the business or just just follow you and see what you're doing, what's the best way to get a hold of you? You know, I am just going to give you guys my phone number. I'm going to be bold here because like Brandon said, I am always accessible and um, that's the easiest way to grab me too. Um, so my phone number for the whole world is 210. 8675309. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I had to do classic it. Classic if she had started singing that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish I would have thought of that. Can we cut and we'll go edit back? that out. And I'm an 80s girl. Um, so my phone number, 210. 210- 210-313-1342. There you go. It doesn't get more accessible than that. You know, uh, there's so many people that's like, oh, don't give out my phone number. Just go to my website. But that's Christy. She is literally willing to help anybody anywhere. If she can add value to your life, then she's going to do it. So, And just be sure that when you do call Christy, that you're letting her know that you heard her on our show. <laughs> So that there is some connection there. Like, you're not just some random person who found her phone number and said, Hey, Christy, how's yeah. it going? Like, you know, good her. point. Yeah. yeah. So just say, <laughs> Hey, I just heard you on the show and I, I wanted to reach out to you and then go from there. There you go. Well, thank you so much, Christy. It's just been a blast. I hope people took from your story that they can do anything. You just surround yourself with positivity and, and just get somebody to help push you instead of people that are just negative. Amen. I had so much fun, you guys. Thank you so much for um, asking me to be on. It was a blast. I appreciate it. If you like what you heard in this episode, check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 081. There you'll find a link to Christy's Facebook page as well as her phone number that she just shared with you. So if you didn't get a chance to write it down, that's okay. Go to beyondtherut.com slash 081. We want to hear from you. So email us your story, your Beyond the Rut story at info at beyondtherut.com or call us at 361-596-3788. That'll also be in the show notes. Now, if you don't want to call in like that, you can use our SpeakPipe app. It's on our webpage. Just go to beyondtherut.com and you'll see it there. And the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. So go ahead and do that for us, will you? And if you haven't subscribed yet, we're on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Well, it was great hanging out with you, and we look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. Take care, and go live life beyond the rut. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, 
I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.